I present to you a curls Christmas song. Winter time blues. Welcome to the Loomer Podcast. I'm your host, Karina Abbott. Uh, this week on the pod, we have the band Curls from Brighton. They play glammy garage rock music. They've put out two singles so far, plus a special wintertime tune for charity in wow. December. Um, thank you so much for being on my podcast. I'm really excited to have you guys. Thank you for having us. Yeah. Thank you for having us. <laughs> How are you guys doing? Is like is the uk getting back to normal a bit i was there for a while but i came back in in march so i haven't really been keeping up with it it is definitely yeah. kind of opening up like we can practice now which is very exciting yeah that's yeah good. yeah it's the weather's getting a bit better now as well as you know british weather's a bit, a bit all over the place but yeah there's been some sun today which is good i was literally down at a restaurant for my friend's birthday and it was like literally raining sideways we we're still sat outside determined <laughs> determined to carry yeah. on with her birthday celebrations and oh, it was no. so cold and rainy but we did it that's what? so british that's it is so british describe a british situation yeah. that's the that's, that's, that's it. it yeah <laughs> like meal outside but it's just like in a puddle of like rainwater like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, it's a nightmare. But uh, as of Monday, all like restaurants and pubs and everything are allowed to open um, indoors. So things are starting to like loosen up now in terms of restrictions, which is good. Wanna like introduce yourselves by name and what your role in the band is? Yeah, I'm Holly. I am the lead vocalist and guitarist of Curls. And songwriter. <laughs> and songwriter. Yeah, I do write the songs. Cool. <laughs> Um, I'm Rooney. I play bass and do backing vocals. Uh, and I am Hannah, and I'm the drummer of the band, uh, the newest member of the band. I've only been uh, a member of Curls since August last year, uh, and I try and attempt backing vocals sometimes. But <laughs> you like, smash no. it! You smash it! <laughs> she smashes it. Awesome. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> my, my next question. Was like kind of I know that. Holly originally had the idea second year of uni. I read like that undercurrents interview. Um, oh for, yeah, cool. Yeah, background, <laughs> but like I would love to know how you guys all met before then. Yeah. So uh, Rooney actually came to one of our shows, um, and it just so happens, obviously, like I think I can't remember how long it was after that show, but the next year or something, we were looking for a bassist. So then Rooney was like slid into our DMs and was like, hey. <laughs> I never ever do that. I, I remember I, I went to the gig and I was like, oh my God, this is the band I want to be in. I was like, I'm so jealous. Like, why am I not in this band? So I was quite drunk. I remember going up to you like, 
oh you guys are so good and, like gave you hugs like being <laughs> embarrassing and then followed you and yeah I I, I remember I had to, like I'd had a few beers so I was like okay I definitely have a confidence message in that because I'd seen that one of their bases had left that their bases had left um so I messaged like hello I'm a bassist but they'd already mm-hmm. found a new bassist so I was like oh no but then like a few months oh, yeah, later yeah. I was like I was at end of the road festival packing up my tent like oh so sad and hung over from the festival and then I got the message and I was like oh my god so exciting <laughs> um, awesome. so yeah that's how me and Rue were what brought together the elements brought us together and then um Hannah I literally was in, on the search for a new drummer um because our other drummer just left and I was on Instagram and then I just saw wait, wait did I see on Instagram I can't even remember uh, I, I did an audition video my friend my housemate actually sent um a post she put on Facebook advertising looking for a new drummer and then I was like oh okay I'm gonna audition so I did an audition video uh of the two singles April Fool and uh Let Down yeah. and then sent it to Holly and then I was like, kept messaging. Wait, she smashed it, by the way. Like, ah, thank smashed you. It. <laughs> I, kept, I was so desperate. I was so excited, and I didn't hear much from Holly for like a couple of weeks. And I was like, so keen. I was kept messaging her, and then, um, uh, yeah. And then we met for a coffee, and then that was that. And now here, here we all are. Awesome. That's so cool. <laughs> you all went to BIM. I went to BIM as well. Yeah. Yeah. We so. all like. We all came to Brighton. Oh, actually, no. Rudy's from. Brighton, yeah. Now. Um, but yeah, we came, went to the same uni and stuff. So we've all got like, had all that in, um, in common to start mm-hmm. with. So yeah, it's really cool. And then we've just built it from there, really. Yeah. <laughs> so you all went to, to university for like music? Yes. Yeah. I did music business thinking that that would get me in. But um, <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I didn't, I didn't do bass. I did music business. Yeah, I think we all did something different. Like I did vocals, which was an interesting ride, but had fun, had fun. And then Hannah, obviously, you did drums, right? Yeah, yeah. So I finished last year, um, but I'm still yet. Yeah, we all went at different times, didn't we? Yeah, we all year <laughs> groups. Um, so Hannah's a baby. I graduated like five years ago now. Oh, a while I, ago. I do. My, I graduated in 2018, which yeah, I think, two years after me. I think it was. This whole year has just blown everything out of the water. So yeah. <laughs> time doesn't mean anything anymore. Yeah, so. no. <laughs> such a construct. <laughs> well, I'd love to um, dig into like when you all started playing music individually and sort of what drew you to it. Yeah, Holly, do you want to go? Yeah, um, I've always been like I'm a musical baby <laughs> just always been around music like um in my house um like my parents are always dancing and playing music um and then yeah I just started I, I started with violin during primary school and then kind of ventured out like I always was determined to play the guitar and I could never play it and for years years like, I used to get so angry <laughs> I think I, I kind of gave up at one point and then I was like no 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 we can do this we can do it and then yeah just persevered with it um yeah it's always it's kind of been the thing for me that I always come back to um in my life and it's just yeah and here I am 
shouting and singing in a band? Um, so I, my dad's a professional uh, concert guitarist, so I've kind of always been around music. Um, but he was very on the kind of classical side of things. And he tried to get me do, to do like classical guitar. I played flute for a while. And then I think I watched School of Rock and was like, no, I need to be playing bass. <laughs> so I started playing oh, bass. And, and Freaky Friday. Yeah, free, yeah free, Freaky Friday and School of the Rock. Real reason. Like, that, that, that is my calling. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I've just kind of always been around it my whole life. Like all my siblings that are younger than me all play music. Kind of like a very weird Von Trapp family kind of vibe. Like we play at all my dad's gigs and stuff. So it's just kind of been my life. Like me and my dad used to make Christmas albums when I was little. And yeah, so it's just in my literally in my blood. So... I'm just happy to, I've spent a long time trying to find bands that I wanted to play in and I'm finally found the right one, which is good. Yeah, I'd, I'd say the same as Rooney actually, like um, at BIM, like I would join bands and I could never really feel like I had a proper sense of purpose and I would play gigs, but I wouldn't really like get a proper adrenaline boost from it. But I feel with curls, like this is, this is what I've been like craving for so long, like something that I feel proud to like have my name attached to and stuff um Definitely. yeah going back from the start uh when I first started playing drums I was eight years old in primary school and I think we got like a letter through I was in year four and um it was like you're now old enough to have instrumental lessons um and my sister played the violin and I was like oh, okay I better follow in her footsteps take up an instrument and I literally just thought that the drums looked like the most fun, interesting instrument on the list. So I just picked that and then I've stuck with it ever since. So, um, yes, yeah, simple as that, really. There's not been any like crazy sort of inspiration or I've not even really come from a massive family of like musicians. It was just, yeah, just got the letter, saw that it said drums and then I stuck with it ever since. So do you guys remember um, what you listened to growing up? That yeah. Do you know what? I always think about this question because I'm like, I can never pinpoint. Um, the only the only song that I can pinpoint is going to sound really weird and doesn't make any sense. But I used to love the song Green Saves. <laughs> I feel like that's the most like British thing anyone could ever say. But yes, I used to like Green Saves. It's like some like old. Um, Henry, wasn't it something to do with Henry VIII? Yeah, it's like some Tudor song. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I used to, I used to love this. It was the melody that in the song that I really liked because it like has like a contrast of like minor against major, and I loved that. I'm not sure. I mean, my mum used to listen to a lot of like Robbie Williams and all that stuff, and like, uh, Will Young. <laughs> um but my dad was very much like into new wave sort of punk stuff i went to a few gigs with him saw like the from the jam um the blockheads ian during the blockheads um a band called stiff little fingers love stiff little yeah fingers. i'd always go to gigs with my dad and then he'd be like come on anna let's get in the mosh pit but I'd be <laughs> like, get in the mosh pit with my dad so i'd be like no then we're not doing that <laughs> I think everyone that knows me will know that my answer is the Beatles. Like, I love the Beatles. <laughs> all of my heart. Like, that's all of my childhood memories are the Beatles. But then my mum is very much into, like, the two-tone stuff, so, like, the specials and uh, the beat, those kind of bands, and a lot of punk. 
Def but definitely just the beat. I love the Beatles so much. So, so much. I love Britney as well. <laughs> I love Britney. Do you guys have any main, like what's your main hobby outside of music? Hmm. I like I, <laughs> You like bake? Yeah, Rooney's a really bacon. good baker. Oh yeah, brownies are so make you some banging brownies. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Can't um, for me, it's, I've always been between music and art. So um, I love photography. I love editing, like pictures of other people. I've always enjoyed taking pictures with my friends and like being able to kind of show them what I can see like how amazing they are and making them into making them like superheroes that I see them as um and I love graphic design as well and making like amazing. collages and some bulbs she would just post them into the page and I'm like how is that even possible I would not yeah, even literally. <laughs> she's so clever uh, yeah that was I was gonna ask about like your um font and graphic design for curls because I've been I love it it's so cool oh yay that makes me so happy <laughs> um, are you doing it like it's just it yeah yeah so I've again like it's one of my passions so I've always wanted to try and incorporate both art and music together and when you're in a like a band like curls say like it's garage rock and it's quite punky like that in itself is art basically like there's so much history of like punk and art and I've always been interested in it so I was just like I really want to try and keep this project as like true to ourselves as possible and yeah just put all of us into it you know I think that really comes through I think that's something that like when I looked at your page pulled me in and got me interested because I was like they're just they're so individual and themselves and I love everything that like you stand for it's all super cool and yeah I admire definitely because so like art is some like music is something that I think comes quite naturally to me whereas art is just completely <laughs> I just cannot I mean like I in lockdown I started to paint and I was like what am I doing I have absolutely no idea whereas Holly just like comes out of this stuff and I'm like how how are you writing songs <laughs> also being good at art it's annoying <laughs> we should do like a um we should do an Instagram live or something where we like draw each other. Oh my god, I'd love that. It would be so <laughs> horrific. <laughs> live drawing with curls. So <laughs> One thing like I I feel like a lot of people forget as well with um like say if they're in their own band or like their own artist and it's like you have to it's so easy to get caught up and think about the things that you don't have and what would look good but it's so important to use what you do have and just create something I don't know you could you could like have crayons make your logo with crayons <laughs> do you know I think it's really um it makes it more unique yeah absolutely <laughs> Hannah do you have a hobby outside music Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, for me, it was always between music and uh, like sport. Like when I was in high school in um, sixth form, so doing A levels, I I used to love playing netball. We used to do like gymnastics and stuff. Um, and I was really torn between taking the music route or doing like 
degree in sports but yeah I don't know it's a shame since I moved to Brighton I kind of I haven't really kept up the sports side of things um I think because we went to BIM which was like quite a small institute there wasn't any like um societies like they have at other big universities so yeah. um, I think that's we definitely missed out on not having one. yeah yeah um so yeah I'd say probably like exercising uh, it sounds really lame but like I do I do like going out for runs and stuff I just find it like a good release like especially if I'm like really stressed and stuff it's um it's a good outlet for me I think as well as like oh. drumming obviously <laughs> It's a great like mental health hack. Yeah, drummers that I know are like that though, because it's such a physical thing. Like it makes sense for people who love drumming to love doing other kind of physical stuff. It definitely looks like a workout when you're. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Yeah, it can be. It can be. So I'd love to dig into some of the the singles here. Like, I you have you had April Fool that came out in 2018, and then Let Down 2019. And then you just yeah. put out in December, Wintertime Blues, cute, like yeah. little winter song for, for charity, charity release for Benefiting Mind UK, focused on supporting people with their like mental health, which is awesome. I When I was there, I heard about Mind UK and it's a great charity. So that was a really good choice. But I'd love to just hear about like how each of those songs came together. I'm trying to think, yeah. For say like Wintertime Blues, we... Um, I have always wanted to do like a Christmas song. <laughs> I was just like, one one year I'm gonna make like a Carl's Christmas song. I just thought it'd be really fun. Like, um, like everyone loves. Well, not everyone loves Christmas. It I can be a really difficult Christmas time. <laughs> yeah, Christmas is a great time, but it can be really difficult. So I just thought when, and especially with the past year. Um, so I thought like why don't we write a song to try and bring people together and you know just put a smile on someone's face if they heard it uh and then we obviously because it was during covid so it was a little bit of a mission to try and record it um so we each just recorded our parts separately and then um yeah Rooney's lovely dad um mastered it and put it together for us and then um yeah that's how we got wintertime blues which I'm so glad we got a Christmas song together. We just like banged it out in one rehearsal, like right at the end of the November lockdown, we were like, right, okay, we've got like a day to do it. So we all like booked it off work and went into the the practice room and went through it. So we literally had played it together in its entirety, probably like three, four times, and then just recorded it individually. And somehow Mm -hmm. it all went okay. (laughs) Um, I'm trying to think like, the other singles because it was it feels like year like well it is years ago um april fall was i called it something else i can't remember for the life of me but um the part the song is like you got a lot to learn like that chorus bit that used to just be in the like a pre-chorus and i remember i played it to one of my tutors at bim um called andy mcclure hey if you ever watch this Andy, um, he he said to me that maybe I should focus on that being the chorus. So then I obviously looked at it again and rewrote the song. And um, yeah, we recorded it um, in Brighton, well, just outside of Brighton. And that was this. That's one of my favourite songs to perform live because 
everyone dances to it and it's just really fun to see like <laughs> yeah um, I'm trying to think what I wrote it about but on the spot I can't I'm the worst person to like my memory is terrible <laughs> I can tell you let down though let down is about um uh one of my friends who was gay and or is gay should I say and he used to get called all these names and everything like we'd walk down the road and like little kids would just like call him random horrible names and I just thought like this is like what like what is this world that we live in um but yeah that was kind of like the whole reason for writing that song I just wanted a song that could empower people to feel like you know they could be whoever they wanted to be and I don't know take on the world a little bit with it <laughs> I feel like that's such a theme in like Holly's songwriting like we're going to record next week and both the songs we're recording are very similar in that way like she's so amazing at like trying to empower people and make people feel good and like I think that's why it's so fun to play the songs live because I feel like the audience really gets that I love it I think it comes out in your songwriting I think it comes out in like every post that I've seen on your Instagram and everything it just always comes through I think it's really cool yeah. very important yeah, it's so important for like, especially people of our generation as well, because, you know, like half the time we never had things that we could look to. If you look, if you were slightly different, you never had something that you could really attach yourself to. Um, so I just thought that that's something that I really want to come across in my music. Um, Absolutely. I think it's it's been amazing to like grow up in in sort of this generation and see over the past like, 10 years and even more in the past like five or a couple years like more and more stuff coming out that's like representative and inclusive and it's it's so cool to see I, I have my playlist on and Lizzo came on and I was like I think it was 2019 when she played Glastonbury and I literally I, I wasn't there I was just watching it on the tv but like I cried my eyes out because I was like oh my god like if I'd had someone like her when I was young like eight nine years old that's a bit chubby and a bit different like that would have changed my whole life my whole life would have been changed I was like it's so amazing that people have that to look up to now yeah definitely I love Lizzo so you guys also did a lovely cover of baby love for valentine's day um I do you guys have any favorite covers like you've seen someone else do oh the only, the only one I could think of, I don't know why it's sprung to mind, but I used to love Nirvana's cover of Man Who Sold the World. Oh. I remember some random radio show got my dad on and he was like, they were like, can you, can you bring your family on? And each member of your family can choose a song and we'll play it. So we turned up, I think I was about 12. So I chose the Nirvana cover of Man Who Sold the World. And um, the guy introduced it. My dad had chosen me singing when I was six. And the DJ on the radio, it was just like a local radio station, was like, here's Rooney singing when she was six and then played Nirvana, man, who sold the world. <laughs> so funny, but I, I've always loved that. Um, That's such a good one. What about you, Hannah? Oh, um, I, I genuinely can't think, to be honest. What about, is there a song that you really love to cover? Like, is there one that maybe you cover at your shows a lot or something? 
I don't actually think we've ever covered um, a song at a show. I've always wanted to cover Boom 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 by the Venga Boys though. <laughs> yes, banger. It's really random. <laughs> oh, but I think it'd be so fun. Like you could make that really punky. Um, That'd be great. I feel like we should do that for our next <laughs> first first gig back. Like we, we need to we need to make a statement. I feel like that might be the statement to make. That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> it'll, it'll <laughs> get the floor shaking for sure yeah. hopefully you'd hope so um one of my favorite i've got two i can think of two covers that i think are really good one of them i'm possibly gonna get muddled up but um i think her name's lizzie i want to say lizzie but um she sings a song is it uh she does kid cuddy oh, i can't think maybe we just forget that one there's a yeah we'll forget that one but it's by it's it's a kid cuddy song but i can't think for the life of me which one um but another one i do know michael jackson covering the beatles oh that sounds come together i love that song i do love that it's song. A good one. patty smith covering gloria love patty smith what a ledge she is a legend so you guys have some shows coming up later this summer, I think, like at the Victoria and Dalston and then at the Prince Albert. Um, super excited for those. I wish I could go. If I was if I was still in London, I would absolutely go to them. I used to go to the Victoria all the time. My first like six months in London before lockdown. It's a great venue. Um, I've never I've never been there. I've, I've heard about it. it, but I've never been. It's the one that has like there's a bookcase and you go behind the bookcase and that's where like the stage is in oh, the back but it's a cool one amazing. it's a good area you gotten to play many live shows as you three really yet you, Hannah just joined in August so I haven't played a gig with Pearl yet yeah. yeah that's gonna be yeah. fun. I think I managed to play like three or four because I joined the November before lockdown okay. so I think I did three or four but yeah, I haven't done many yeah, last year kind of took some time away from us. I'm sure, like, everyone misses gigs so much. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and festivals, God, like... It's it's going to be exciting when we can finally kind of take it out of the practice studio. and actually Oh, for sure. Yeah, together. I can't wait. Like, oh, so exciting. Do you have yeah. any favourite <laughs> um, venues or favourite, like, just yeah, favourite really places you've been? I really love Green Door Store in Brighton. It's like mm -hmm. a classic gig oh, venue. Yeah. I just love I've it. I've heard good like, things, yeah. I've had so many fun nights there. I've played good gigs there. It just feels like a good place to be, definitely. It's just <laughs> beneath the train station as well. So literally you come out from the train station then you go under the tunnel and then it's literally just... I'll get there Next someday. Next time, Karina. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm quite biased because the only, like, yeah, all all Brighton venues have like a place in my heart. I think I feel like, I love Hope and Ruin. I love the Prince Albert, um, Green Door. I'm trying to think what's off the top of it, but those are my three. Those are my three favorites. Do you guys have any pre-show rituals or like traditions? I just always have to have a couple of beers. <laughs> <laughs> And I like I was thinking like when we eventually go on tour, I'm gonna have to stop that because I can't be having beers every night. So I'm gonna have yeah. to find something else to do. Maybe we'll have to like introduce a ritual, pre-show ritual. 
natural because yeah. we've not actually like we've not had the chance yet to yeah. have us three have a pre-show rituals yeah. so maybe we should introduce one have you got one, any suggestions yeah. <laughs> mine <laughs> usually is just not panic try not to panic we used to move it, it, we used to blast yeah. and like dance around i feel like that's a good a good pre-show and pump up music yeah. yeah no um yeah i have to go in the toilet and just have a little like breathe it'll be all right yeah, you're not gonna, you're not going to collapse. Well, you may collapse on stage, but if you do, it'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> it is so nerve- to have that couple minutes. Yeah, I think I always get really nervous at gigs. I think that's I because so I've always played gigs to an audience of other people that have gone to BIM, so they're all musicians, so they mm. know their stuff, and like, of course, they're mates, so they're going to be supportive. But if you make a little mistake, it's like, oh, you'll know they'll notice because yeah. they're musicians well so like now that I'm a bit older I'm like okay I've always been so like oh my god I play one wrong note and that's it like I get so angry but then I'm like actually it's just about having fun and like going for it yeah do you okay do you guys have um this is a question I always ask it's kind of like random but I like collect you know quotes and pieces of advice in like a little book so I was like to ask if you guys have like a favorite quote or piece of advice you've been given that you kind of just like carry around with you I'd probably say um, my drum tutor who I had since I first started high school, so since I was 11 and I'm now 22, so he's he's known me for like half my life. Um, I'd always get really stressed and overwhelmed and he'd always be like, oh, Hannah, don't worry about the things that you can't control, only worry about the things that you can, because the things you can't control, like there's nothing you can do about it. And that, that really helped sort of like, eliminate a lot of stress for me I think because like whenever I'd be overwhelmed and go into my lesson with him it would just yeah it would be too much sometimes so yeah I definitely say that's one piece of advice I still carry with me today to know some there's there's loads but one of my <laughs> biggest things is obviously you can't be part like you don't have to be perfect yeah. that's when I be, especially when it comes to playing like you obviously want to practice so hard to kind of you know cover up the fact that you might make a mistake but it's kind of like it's the mistakes that make something real you know and it makes you like you shouldn't have to That's cover it up <laughs> so, yeah you don't have That's to try really to be perfect <laughs> That's great. That's pretty much all that I had thank you so much for coming on and talking to me and answering all my questions anytime thank so you <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Have a good rest of your <laughs> evening and I'll see you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.